This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Homeland Security Committee Republicans want to block funding for a new panel of intelligence advisors that includes Clapper and Brennan. OMB updates FAQs that help agencies prepare for government shutdowns. And will a change in the fiscal calendar help eliminate future shutdown threats? Senator Kane thinks so. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Thursday, September 28th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. With the shutdown looming in less than two days, one senator wants to change the federal calendar. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. What if the federal fiscal year started January 1st instead of October 1st? Would that reduce the impact of continuing resolutions and the threat of shutdowns? Senator Tim Kaine thinks so. The Virginia Democrats modernizing the Federal Calendar Act would move the start of the federal fiscal year out by three months to January 1st. Kane says this change would better align with when Congress actually passes year-long funding bills. The start of the federal fiscal year moved to October 1st from July 1st under the Budget and Impoundment Control Act of 1974. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Less than a week after the Homeland Security Department announced a new advisory group, some House lawmakers are pushing to terminate it. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Republicans on the Homeland Security Committee introduced legislation this week that would block funding for DHS's new Homeland Intelligence Experts Group. DHS announced the creation of the group last week. It plans to provide advice to DHS's Office of Intelligence and Analysis, as well as the department's counterterrorism coordinator. But the GOP lawmakers argue members of the group, including former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper and former CIA Director John Brennan, are politically biased. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. There's another increase on the way for federal employees' health insurance costs. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. Federal employees and retirees will pay about 7.7% more toward their premiums in the Federal Employees Health Benefits, or FEHB, program. That change will start in January. The premium increase isn't as large as what Fed saw last year, but among concerns of a potential government shutdown, federal unions say they're worried about the timing of the announcement. That premium rate announcement also comes ahead of the start of open season on November 13th. That's when program enrollees can make changes to their health plan options. The Office of Personnel Management has said open season will continue as normal, even in the case of a shutdown. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A backlog of federal building repairs is slowing efforts to sell unused office space. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Congress is pressuring the Biden administration to get rid of underutilized government office space. But the agency in charge, the General Services Administration, says it doesn't have enough funding to deal with a backlog of repairs and upgrades. Nina Albert is the commissioner of GSA's Public Building Service. She says that backlog has led to as many as 120 missed opportunities over the past decade for agencies to consolidate office space. I like to say that we want better buildings, but fewer buildings. Jory Heckman, Federal News at Work. Employees at the Justice Department will soon have to go into the office more often. Starting in January, all department staff will be required to work in person at least six days per two-week pay period. 
Department managers are also expected to set weekly core days in the office to ensure that staff members come in on the same days. DOJ's announcement marks another of many agencies that are setting higher in-office requirements after a memo from the Biden administration. More than 70 percent of DOJ personnel say they already work in person 50 percent of the time or more, according to an employee survey. Lawmakers are demanding tougher guardrails on bonuses at the Department of Veterans Affairs. VA announced last week it's taking back nearly $10 million in bonuses to career executives over concerns some recipients were ineligible. Leaders of the House and Senate committees that oversee the VA are asking the VA how this happened and how soon it will be able to recover the money. Congressional staffers tell Federal News Network that about 200 career executives working outside the D.C. metro area also receive bonuses, but they haven't been asked to pay the money back. Agencies have an updated set of frequently asked questions to better understand how to prepare for a possible government shutdown. The Office of Management and Budget's new 17-page FAQs offers answers to more than 30 questions. The document covers everything from performing an orderly shutdown to how to deal with contracts and grants to managing technology support services. OMB says the outline and answers are based on the legal opinions issued by the Department of Justice and the guidance issued by OMB regarding agency operations during a lapse in appropriations under Circular A11. The Transportation Security Administration is finalizing permanent cybersecurity rules for critical pipeline operators. The TSA also told the Homeland Security Inspector General that it's verifying whether operators are following the temporary cyber rules issued after the Colonial Pipeline hack. The IG found the TSA did not ensure that all critical pipeline operators were following through on the cybersecurity directives. The IG's latest report recommends TSA follow up on its rules to strengthen pipeline cybersecurity. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, September 28, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.